Hey world, it's the real Rob Taylor here at Pomona Rocks. 2024 looks to be shaping up pretty well already, and it's still more than a month away. On the 12th of January, Chicago and death metal duo Karyosis will release their first full-length album, Will Until Beauty. It delivers brutality and melody in a truly intriguing combination, to the extent that before I'd even finished li- listening to it for the first time, I was furiously hammering out an email to see if I could get an interview. So I'm very excited to have Alex from Karyosis join us now right here on Pomona Rocks. Alex, how are you? Doing well, man. Glad to be here. Excellent. Glad to have you here. Well, I mean, this this album really uh, is... Uh, I, I listen to a lot of music and a lot of death metal, and this blew me away. Uh, you know, I'm really excited for it to be unleashed on the world, but the world's going to have to wait until the 12th of January. I've been uh, thoroughly privileged to hear it first numerous times now. <laughs> Play, Hell played yeah. It. Not quite played it to death yet, but um, but it's uh, that's the direction it's going in. Um Let's uh, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about the album. Um, one of the things that struck me um, uh, listening to the album as a whole is that death metal tends to dwell on the negative anger, fury, frustration, stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. and blood and guts and entrails. Sometimes uh, you are a little bit different. You seem to be you seem to be seeking solutions. Indeed, that's it. Uh, it, it has an overall veneer of death metal still there's some grimness to it it's a uh, packaged in a dark way but ultimately karyos is about um, empowerment and uh being the best person you could be yeah the um uh, that really comes across in the album and the the, the sort of sequence um uh, that the tracks are in you know it's not just been it's, it's it's clear that this has been crafted and not just thrown together um mm. it starts off with you know absolutely furiously um and then uh, sort of takes you on this journey uh, until there's some sort of acquiescence uh, towards the end can you sort of uh, can you just elaborate on that and just uh, and give us a sort of overview of the journey that the album takes us on Oh, yeah. Well, ultimately, um, it's about grappling with uh, the darker aspects of humanity being alive, just existing as a person um, in this world. Um, So that's where it starts. You're struggling. And um, throughout the journey, uh, it's taking that darkness and ultimately alchemizing it into something more productive, more um, integrated, and um, turning something that's ultimately something you struggle with into a strength and being a better person for it. So by the end, the album doesn't mellow out, but it becomes a little more triumphant and um, integrated and strong as opposed to just unhinged fury. Yeah, um, I mean, that really that's really apparent. You know, there's a kind of um, it's almost like a confrontational um, sort of uh, a confrontation of darkness, really. Exactly. Um, that, that's, that's, that comes through in that. And that's not to say that it's, you know, that it any way um, kind of compromises on your sound at all, because it really doesn't. You know, it's, uh, it is, uh, you know, it is a furious album. It's, uh, it is quite melodic. As I said, I mean, mm. so brutality and melody in, a, in an intriguing combination. What are the kind of, um, what are, uh, it's a cliche question for any interview, but what, what are the influences of Karyosis? Uh, Well, obviously, we listen to a lot of metal. Um, There were some foundational bands that really got us going, like uh, Dissection, Behemoth, Children of Bodom, Deerang Gray, a lot of um, 90s metal, like that new metal scene uh, I grew up in a lot. So there's that influence there. But um, yeah, so I would say that's our ultimate influences in terms of just musically. Uh, But we do like very melodic metal in general um a lot of neoclassical stuff kevin uh, our guitarist is very into ingve and um stuff like that ingve malmstein and um just shredders 
and uh, I like a lot of classical music. I like a lot of world music. So um, a, a lot of different influences come together, and um, I would say ultimately, brutality and melody is the is the thesis statement. <laughs> so or the uh, the ultimate goal. It's a good yeah, balance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've really hit that target. This is the thing. It's, uh, it's really difficult for me to convey. Uh, we're going to listen, actually, to, to some of your music uh, just shortly, but it's difficult for me to sort of to, to convey just how good this album is. Uh, you know, it really stands apart from, uh, from, from, from um, uh, you know, a big chunk of, uh, of, of death metal uh, that I've been uh, sent this year. This is going to be, you know, this is a 2024 release. Um, a, a, you know, it could well be a, a contender for uh, album of the year. You have a long wait to find out if it's coming out on the 12th of January, but I mean, it's, it's that good. It really is, you know, it, it really is very, very impressive what you've done there. Um, How do you think so, man? No, so I'm I'm trying not to uh, over compliment. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm I'm really reining it in here. Um, so uh, so um, so tell us about the sort of beginnings of Karyosis. First of all, uh, what's behind the name? This is a, a, a kind of um, you know you're not uh, you know dying fetus. <laughs> That's not <Nah>, right. <laughs> it's not quite so blatant. What what's behind the name? Slightly less edgy, but um, it's uh, so karyosis is a Latin word. It means rotten or decayed, and um, I think ultimately that just came from an expression of angst. You know, you're a, a teenager in an edgy band trying to, you know, get your angst out somehow. So rotten, decayed. It seemed right, but um, uh, it seems relevant still. I, I would say on a meta level, um. I don't want to be like, yeah, we're in a state of decay and everything's going to shit. But um, <laughs> it, it's ultimately yeah about taking something dark like that. And uh, like I said before, turning something dark into something triumphant. So, yeah, this is uh, extraordinary stuff. Do you think this is kind of um, uh, this this death metal positivity is uh, is influenced <laughs> by your um, by your surroundings you you mentioned earlier just before we came on that you're you're sort of north of chicago and uh you mm. said that it's currently snowing and it's beautiful um it is. Is, is that i mean that having that kind of um that appreciation for your uh, for your environment does that um do you think that's part of um uh, I mean, did you grow up there? Is this, is this what's uh, kind of uh, uh, delivered this uh, this interesting combination? Mm, well, I'm, in terms of the location, I'm not sure if it has a huge influence. Um, I do appreciate where I live a lot. And um, I would say background-wise, if I had to cite influences, uh, we're, both Kevin and I are very family-oriented and grew up in good environments. So I think we ultimately have a... a, a a drive um to keep that going like successive generations of ancestors working really hard in a a recognition of that to be like all right i was given like this gift of life and um by innumerable ancestors and i want to like make them proud you know like do do it right for them not just be the degenerate that like kills the bloodline you know so <laughs> yeah. so uh or, or just like doesn't turn out right but yeah, um yeah i would say there's that um there's an interesting dichotomy between growing up outside of a huge city like one of the biggest cities in the country um mm. if not the world but also living in a rural area just outside of it because if you know anything about illinois where we live there's chicago and then there's illinois it's corn right, and right. corn and corn and then a metropolis so 
yeah, it, I think that dualism might be reflected in our environment like that a little bit. Yeah, so there's a, you're painting a really interesting picture of, uh, of, of you know, your part of the world, really. This is uh, this sounds great. Let's talk about the band. Alex uh, is you. You do the vocals and the bass. Kevin, you mentioned, uh, is guitar. Um, yes. So I've um, I noticed there's no drummer there. Um, yes. And, uh, <laughs> um, but you do credit also uh, Sam Botner, um, Sam who, Botner who, yeah. who does your, your mixing and mastering. Um, just to, to, to explain how the sort of band began and and you know where where it is at the moment well uh we all just knew each other right out of high school um toward the end of high school and um like i knew adam our former guitarist and he knew kevin and nick and we all just met up because we wanted to start a band and uh yeah it just started right after there we demoed things out in our like mom's attics and stuff <laughs> so uh yeah, we started there, started playing shows after we put out our first EP, Crime and Punishment. And uh, it was fun. We gigged hard for a while, a few years. And then um, we basically went dormant for a while. Like Nick left, the drummer. And then we were working for a while. Then Kevin left. And it was just me and Adam for quite some time. Um, and we did a lot of the work on this album in the meantime. Uh, Kevin still lent us the songs that he wrote and whatnot and his contribution um so that's still on this album but um yeah it was me and adam working for a long time and then adam was uh he had some life stuff come up so he uh took a leave and then it was just me for a while mm. um and then once that happened i started talking to kevin again and he wanted to come back he was in a, a better situation to put more energy into music so mm -hmm. here we are it's just me and kevin at the moment um nick our drummer is actually coming back so we will see him soon uh and we are putting a band together, like a full five piece. So we'll be gigging again very soon. Wow. Okay. So, so the um, there's the two of you at the moment, um, and the, I guess that uh, I have I have a theory that um, you know duos make the most noise. Uh, ah, that, agreed. It, it, it seems to be that that that's how um, that's how it plays out. But um, but yeah, a, uh, without a drummer, uh, you're a bit stuck, I suppose. So so yeah, you're you're not currently gigging. But um, any idea since you know Nick's coming back? Uh, any idea of a sort of um, an ETA for your next live appearance? Mm, I would say definitely 2024. Um, okay, preferably in the earlier half. I'd like to start gigging pretty soon after. Uh, we release the album. We have the lineup in mind. They're all preparing for the music video shoot that we're going to do. Oh, cool. So, and that'll be in the next month or two um, to in time to release for the album on January 12th. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be doing that. Uh, and so um, sorry, what? Sorry, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, just one thing I was going to ask you um, about the, um, about your sort of, uh, um, uh, your release schedule um is yes. that you're, you're self-releasing this album um so where can where can we find it uh Bandcamp would be the best place uh because you can buy the album you can stream the album there on the Bandcamp app and uh that all goes to us so Bandcamp takes a very small cut and uh streaming is cool you can find it literally anywhere spotify youtube um title apple music all that stuff but Bandcamp is definitely the move and on Pomona Rocks, uh, A Power's Lament uh, was your last single. <laughs> you've uh, you've got um, uh, a new single coming out very shortly on December the thirteenth, which is just a couple of weeks away. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, we, we're going to keep we're going to 
keep that in the bag for now. Um, a Power's Lament uh, was your previous single. Um, uh, that's that's out now, but uh, when was it released? Uh, last month. Last month. Okay, so yes. so it's not sort of uh, uh, yeah, uh, pretty recently. Um, uh, and uh, just tell us about where this sits in the album. You know, in the whole uh, sort of scheme of things. So Apollo's Lament is the third track. It is toward the beginning where it's still pretty furious, um, but it's definitely a turning point in the album. It's It, it was the first single because it almost um, raises like the the meat, the question of the album, like, oh, uh, the turning point, like, oh God, there is an issue, there is darkness and it needs to be dealt with. Um, so it's definitely a crux, I would say. Cool, I see. Oh, let's have a listen to it then. This is Karyosis.
Karyosis and a Powers Lament taken from the album Will Until Beauty. Alex is still with me. Uh, Alex, um, the it's interesting you mentioned the sort of track sequence and the you know the the importance of the uh, of the journey through the album. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just the sort of uh, collection of tracks that's all just been sort of shoved together. There's there's clearly some mm. thought gone into this. Um, uh, and you know, and it's a, it's in a meaningful, uh, it's organised meaningfully. I think is is the thing to point out. Um, yeah. uh, I noticed a bit further on um, from that. So we we um, a power's lament um, is uh, is you said the third track, uh, all too human. Uh, it, it's uh, sort of the same distance through the album, uh, but towards the end, and you you just sort of flirt with metalcore a little bit. You don't really, uh, yes. you don't quite get there. There's no kind of harmonic singing, uh, but it it does have very similar characteristics to, to the very distinctive structure of metalcore. Is that sort of is that conscious? Yes, we um we pride ourselves on our genre blending, so there's a lot of a. Uh, distinct influences that was definitely the metalcore track but there's also a, a surprise in there that is definitely one of my favorite moments in the album where it's definitely not metalcore anymore so and, and that's uh pretty consistent through the album like uh kevin and i are both into black metal so there's a lot of that um a lot of neoclassical influence so yeah we like to we like to blend stuff yeah you you really have done uh, i think that's really something that you know that that uh distinguishes this album from uh, from many others uh, that I've heard this year. That's not to say that I've, all these other ones I'm mentioning are bad. They're really not. They're, you know, I've heard some great music this year. But um, yeah. but yeah, this is uh, this is quite an extraordinary album, which is uh, which is uh, you know why I'm so excited about it. Um, uh, the um, Let's talk about the production then. Um, you, you, um, we, we talked about uh, your your producer or your mixing and mastering man, Sam, um, yeah. playing a playing a sort of a temporary role in the band or a, a stand-in role. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the production for for death metal or for extreme metal is really hard to get wrong. Uh, sorry, really easy to get wrong. Um, you know, with the, the the vocals can sound grating. The the um, uh, the you know if there's too much compression on the the, the kick on the, for the blast beats then it just sort of uh, it was, you know turns into mush really. Um, mm -hmm. Sam knows what he's doing. Is it the is this the first time you've worked with him or have you been is he a sort of an honorary part of the band? No, Sam's been very influential. Uh, we've known him for quite some time just through the local music scene. He uh, ended up working a little bit on our first EP. He didn't record it, but he mixed and mastered it. Um, and we did a single with him in the past. Uh, we've hung out. We're friends as well. Uh, so he just uh, has done a lot of good work for us. He's an all-around great guy. Excellent. Uh, that's, that's really cool. I mean, you seem to have – the way you talk about the band, even though, you know, uh, members have uh, had to leave, unfortunately, and the, you, the very fact that you've got somebody coming back um, mm -hmm. means that, uh, you know, you, you, you all seem very sort of uh, – cohesive you know you kind of trust each other to uh, to to um uh to sort of uh, go and do your thing and then come back and you know um it's um uh this is uh, 2024 is going to mark 10 years of karyosis uh do you think there'll be another 10 yeah i think so i i intend for there to be um I would really like to keep this going. Uh, Kevin and I both consider this to be a huge part of our life's work. And it, it's not only just a fun thing to do with friends making music. It's uh, There's definitely a thesis behind it. And um, 
yeah, it's very important to us. Cool. So um, in that regard, it's, this is probably a, a very premature question. Um, but usually I've found from talking to other artists um, that, you know, in the sort of in the construction of one album, there are sort of bits and pieces, a little bit left over here that got left out, but not because they're bad, just because they don't fit. Um, does this, is that correct with you guys? And if, if so, um, when can we expect to sort of, uh, uh, as I say, it's premature, we haven't even released this one yet, <laughs> but uh, when can we expect something else from you? Is it going to be sort of quite rapid fire, do you think? Or, um, or is it going to be- Rapid uh, fire. It is. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Indeed. So we actually have been working our asses off on some new material. Um, I, uh, Kevin and I have been demoing out an EP. Uh, so we already pretty much got that entirely recorded. I'm laying down the vocals right now. So we'll um, have Sam uh, mix and master that again if we can. And uh, it should be ready. We also actually have another single that uh, we recorded with Sam uh, that's all completely done. And we want to do a pretty quick follow up to the album. So that'll be coming out soon. Wow, that's really exciting stuff. Um, that you, you know, you see, you're really kind of riding a wave here. Yes, definitely. I mean, we had all that time dormant, but yeah. it wasn't inact inactivity. It was uh, something was brewing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, sounds like it. This is that, this is exciting to 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 see how you guys uh, you guys get on. Um, do you think that? Um, you're self-releasing, and I think that's great um, because I think that's really good for bands to do. But bands are. Um, uh, bands and artists generally are bands and artists. They're not marketers. Um, do you, mm. if, if somebody offered you a record deal, uh, would you take it or are you staunchly independent? Uh, it depends. I would not turn down a good offer and I enjoy working with people that have a similar mission in mind and can help us out and be mutually beneficial. I'm definitely all about that. So a record deal is definitely on the table. Um, and yeah, I myself do not consider myself a marketer. That's not my strong point. Um, that's why Aaliyah has been so great. Uh, Aaliyah Day from Shield of Wings has been really um, help us, helping us out with the PR. So It was her whose uh, who's list that uh, Pomona Rocks ended up on, um, as, we were, as we were discussing earlier, that exactly. I'm relatively new to death metal. Um, and um, and uh, essentially the way the way I've got into it is, you know, a, a few years ago when I started the podcast about four years ago, word kind of got around that this guy likes death metal. This guy plays death metal. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, people send me more and more of it and I love it. Um, cool, and cool. Uh, Aaliyah uh, has recently found me. So, uh, so yeah, this is uh, great news for me, great news for you. And well done, Aaliyah. Thank you very much from us both, I think. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> cool. Um, just um, a, a couple of more things to touch on before before we uh, wrap this up. But um, the, your look as a band, you're wearing suits in the promo shots, uh, which yes. really kind of sets you apart from um, uh, from most uh, most rock acts. Never mind death metal. Um, yeah. what, what what's the? Uh, is, are you just trying to be different, or is there something? Um, is the way you present yourself really kind of um, um, uh, you know by design? Yeah, I would say it's by design. Um, well, first off, we have the corpse paint, so it's typical metal, like our black metal roots kind of coming out a little bit there. Mm -hmm. But the suit um, kind of paints an image of that uh, that dualism I was talking about earlier between uh, the darkness and turning that into something more triumphant, um, regal even. Um, mm. So having the corpse paint, but also the suit, paints that intention of uh yes this is dark but it's ultimately going to turn into something um fleshed out and uh 
uh, well put together, I would say, integrated, um, not just, oh, I'm a living corpse, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's darkness inside, but we're going to... Uh, we're going to turn it into something better. Yeah, I mean, this is the funny thing because it could so easily that you know that that whole um, uh, that that look could easily slip into juxtaposition. You know, you could be sort of corpse mm. paint with um, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, kind of like a school uniform like the guy in ACDC <laughs> or something like that. You know, that'd be that, which oh, or God. you know, dressing as uh, cosplaying as you know some big fluffy teddy bear or something with corpse paint on. You oh know, that'd my be juxtaposition. <laughs> corpse paint furries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we've just invented a genre. Um, oh God. <laughs> Kill it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. well oh, there's there's material for your next video. Uh, oh so, God. <laughs> Uh, but um, but that's what I mean. The, the, this uh, it, it kind of works. I mean, it, not not just kind of works. It really works. It, it, it but it could so easily um, go wrong, you know. And uh, and um, and I think this is uh, this is one of the other things that sort of builds the the whole package of karaosis for me personally. Mm. Um, uh, the, to, to make it such a sort of exciting exciting project. Um, uh, what kind of response have you had from from other people about this? Do you just kind of do the David Bowie thing and go, I don't know where I'm going, but it's going to be exciting, or do you kind of do you <laughs> respond to feedback? Uh, well, a little bit of that, yeah. We really just kind of have been doing our thing, putting the music out. Again, we're not very PR oriented people, um, so with our limited exposure just through typical social media stuff, we've gotten a really positive response. Um, I would say proportionally to the amount of effort we put into marketing versus the response, it's really encouraging because people really like what we do, and uh, it's been great. That's good. I'm not the only one, then. I'm not some kind of outlandish freak who, who being the only guy. <laughs> Super who fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. Am I coming across like that? I hope not. I'm trying to maintain not my journalistic then. integrity. <laughs> it's Ooh, working. Now you're great, man. Yeah. <laughs> good. good. I, I, I pre- really appreciate all the kind words, to be honest. No, no. Honestly, if I um, if I didn't believe what I was saying, then I couldn't bring myself to do it. So yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's awesome. Um, just uh, one more thing before you go. Um, uh, you're, you're you're not currently gigging, but you have, and you, you you're kind of clearly uh, all part of this uh, part of the scene around and about where you live. Um, who should we be listening to right now? Uh, there's some really good bands in our area that I've had the privilege of knowing, uh, being friends with, working with, and all that. Um, Shield of Wings is one. Like I said, Aaliyah's band from earlier. They are my favorite uh, Chicago area band. They're symphonic metal mm-hmm. and um, just really powerful music. The melodies hit so hard. The orchestrations are massive. Um, it's the perfect blend of uh, like melodic but also really heavy at times. Um they're just fantastic and i believe they have a similar mission to us overall uh, in terms of like artistic um intent statement so they're they're fantastic shield of wings um and then another band are my good friends in luca l-u-c-a they're a hardcore band so a little uh different genre wise but still Mm -hmm. really heavy but really melodic so there there are some similarities there and they're my good buddies fantastic band luca l-u-c-a Melodic hardcore from Chicago. Yep. Cool. Okay. Is everything melodic in Chicago? Is that just the general vibe there? I've never been. There's a lot. Yeah. So the whole Midwest area is very, there's like Midwest emo, if you've heard of that, very twinkly, yeah. um, sad kind of uh, guitars and stuff, but yeah. um, a lot of melodic hardcore. 
Um, whereas like the East Coast is very like New York hardcore, like that classic yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of D beats and just fast riffs and stuff. There's there's a little bit of a softer sensibility, I would say, in this area. Okay, that's interesting. I'm always interested to find out, you know, where bands are from, whether that and how that influences their sound. And so, yeah, it yeah. seems to be there is a there's an Illinois Illinois, uh, you know, hardcore sound. It's, it seems. Yeah, a lot of hardcore bands around here, and it's interesting. Then you go to places like the Pacific Northwest, mm. and there's a lot of like black metal and more of that kind of uh, earthy metal. I would say. Yeah. So yeah. interesting to see the the different regions and the influences on the sound. Yeah, we should draw a map. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> yeah, that, right. <laughs> as a Pomona Rocks project is to is to is to draw. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a Google map and stick pins in it as to uh, you know where where all the bands that I've played and uh, uh, where they come from. I, I mean, that'd be a cool, lot of cool. work. So don't hold your breath. But <laughs> but I think it would be an interesting project nonetheless. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, well, so I, you start murdering furries in your next video, and I'll embark on that. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> cool. No I'll offense believe. to the furries. No, no. That, that's a, all, all welcome here. All welcome. Um, cool. Okay. So just to recap, uh, December the thirteenth, Saturn returns is the single that's uh, from the album that's out. Apollo's lament. Uh, I was calling it a power's lament, but I just looked up the track list and it's Apollo's lament. Yes, um, the sun god. Is, uh, is is out now, uh, um, uh, which we played just earlier. And uh, on the 12th of January, 2024, out comes Will Until Beauty. Before you go, just, I haven't asked you about this. What, what does the title mean? Will Until Beauty, uh, ultimately having to rely on inner strength and willpower until you can get to a point where, um, like I said earlier, those darker, more shadowy, aspects can turn into something beautiful i see that's awesome that that works because uh, the what was throwing me with that the, the listeners can't currently hear is the comma after will will comma until beauty yes. and i i didn't i just i was kind of thrown by that but now it all makes perfect beautiful sense alex from Karyosis, thank you so much for joining me here on pomona rocks best of luck with the album and uh, i'm very much looking forward to seeing you play live at some point Absolutely. We'd love to come to the UK. Awesome. You're welcome anytime. Thanks very much. Hell yeah. Thank you, Rob. You heard it first on Pomona Rocks. This has been a Reads More production for Pomona Rocks. Everything you hear on Pomona Rocks is protected by copyright. All tracks played are included with the express permission of the copyright holders. All rights reserved.